Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. That's right, choosing. It's all about choice. We have choices in life. We have opportunities to make choices daily. It's really a constant. 
That's what we do. However, there really are only two choices. What are those choices, and how do we make the best choice? We will be discussing this pioneering breakthrough thought system that creates a flip in thinking to reveal the exact choice point that releases the personal power unnoticed within every choice. This is your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I am also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. My guest... Rico Rakoski is actively involved in science, technology, engineering, and math education, which is otherwise known as the STEM program. And he's been sharing his uplifting philosophy with young people and adults, showing them how to consistently make the positive choices that help them achieve their most heartfelt dreams and goals quickly, with fun and ease, for more than 25 years. His background in aviation, he's a pilot at Southwest Airlines, coupled with his lifelong interest in art and graphic design, strongly influenced the way in which he uses full-color visuals to create a high-speed read format for faster understanding and implementation of key concepts. And I have to say it works beautifully. He is steadfast in his belief that we can live our amazing dreams by how we apply our just two choices in every moment. So much so that his most recent book, our topic for discussion, is titled Just Two Choices. It is your life. So, Rico, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here, and I thank you for taking time to join us at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being I, you know, like it's, I'm any better. I couldn't stand it, and I've been I've been looking so forward to this opportunity to chat with you, T, for you know since we set this up. It's uh, it's just off scale high vibe, as you will relate to as we talk about more about those kind of things in the book. And thank you for the great introdu- introduction, as well as for I love the music, the thank you music. Thank thank you for yeah. all your goodness. You know, it's no, uh, I love that. Yeah, it, wow, yeah, yeah, that's over the top. Yeah. And, uh, it, it it makes the it sets the tone for the show every week, so I just love it, and I hope it does that for our listening audience as well. And I think it does, you know. You know it's a vibration. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So everybody should be starting out on a high, you know. But yeah. as I said at the intro, you know, everybody has yeah. to make choices daily. You can't get through a day without making multiple choices, and whether they're conscious yeah. choices or not. And you know, the first choice is, are you going to get out of bed? And now you can stay mm-hmm. in bed, and if you do, that's that's mm-hmm. a conscious choice. Your book, yeah. just two choices really gets into how we can make the best choices and be aware of the choices we make. This is so simple, mm-hmm. yet so rare a topic when looked at the way you present it with mindfulness. You know, so I'd like to start, if you mm-hmm. don't mind, with you telling us a bit about how you came to this idea. Well, you know, I, I, kids teach the darndest things, and my mm-hmm. background is in, I started off going to, uh, going to art school, and, and growing up I was interested in both art and aviation. And so um, when I got out of high school, I, I applied to both the opportunity to fly for the military as well as to go to art school. Well, at first I got turned down uh, by the military and, and then, um, you know, just academic kind of stuff. And then um, I was on my way to art school and graphic design to fulfill that dream. And at the last minute I got a phone call, a slot opened up. And, you know, if, if you don't, as they say in the lottery business, if you don't play, you can't win. So, you know, my application was in somehow, you know, there's a long story to it. Somehow 16 other kids said no, and next thing you know, I'm 
I was off to flight school, you know, as the opportunity to go to school and then go to flight school. And, and I've combined the two of these things. So I'm a very visual learner, always have been that way, not knowing that, you know, not knowing how to express it necessarily until years later on, things were working out well. I mean, I was living my dreams. I wasn't, my guidance counselor intended the best for me, but she told me that I wasn't going to be able to go fly and I needed to go to a junior <laughs> college instead of a four-year school. And, and I never got upset about it. I want this to be very clear to the listening audience. I just remember walking out of her guidance office. It was one of my first, what I called just two choices moments because, you know, I, I had to make the choice, just two choices in that moment. Do I believe her or do I believe in myself? And mm-hmm. I, I remember walking out and going, you know, it doesn't sound right. I wasn't angry. I just thought, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to still pursue my dream or goal. So long story, fast forwarding through several years. So here I am living my dream, flying, um, you know, jets for the Air Force. I'm going, well, somehow I did this. Maybe I can, if I figure this out and create some kind of a system, maybe I can help kids in school. And so I came up with a a way of helping kids in school. And uh, not to confuse the situation, I created a formula called dreams plus action equals reality. And for almost 20 years, I kept saying to kids, hey, on my days off from flying, I'm doing working with elementary school kids. So I'm saying, hey, dreams plus action equals reality. Every action you take is going to, do, is going to take, take you closer to what you want or further away from what you want. Just two choices. Well, after many years of saying the just two choices, at the end of that, I went, huh, the dreams plus action equals reality for me to really work well for the elementary school kids. And then the just two choices idea would be you know, much more of a dog concept. And my point being, when you're working with third through fifth graders you can't use death by powerpoint with slides and bullet points you got to use right and so that's how this whole book idea evolved with well gee let me throw a visual idea out there there's tons of books on choice where you can read text after text after text but that nobody ever shows you where your exact choice point is in every moment and i kind of i give elementary school kids credit for uh, helping give birth to that idea because i worked with them by showing those visuals so Thanks for letting me tell the whole story there. Well, and it, you know, it's great because even adults, particularly now, the, the more we get into the technology that we have, people aren't speaking mm-hmm. to one another. There's all these mm-hmm. um, emoji thingies. Everybody does everything mm-hmm. more so yeah. visually than they do. So this book, Correct. amazing, amazing. It, it, it's not a long no, book. It's like 100 pages long, okay? So it's a real quick read because there are graphics in it. But it cements mm-hmm. the the graphics really cement the simplicity of choice. Thank you. Sometimes in reading your well, book. Thank you. It was it was laughable because in each situation you visually see the obvious choices before before you, but when you're in the moment uh, of determination, many many times we overthink what we have to do. In this book, it's right. a great tool because it truly makes you aware that keeping things simple is really the path of least resistance and the way to go on with the flow in our lives. Absolutely, and that's what makes us realize our dreams. So life isn't meant to be challenging and difficult. We we make it so. Your book shows really stop uh, doing that. <laughs> Can I jump in real quick because you bring up an interesting yeah. thing that comes up several times. Uh, I've had one time, I've had people say to me, they'll go, hey, Rico, what are you going to tell people if they tell you this just two choices is just too simple? And I say, well, at the risk of sounding like a wise guy, I'm going to say just two choices because you can make life as complicated as you want. You know, yeah. and it, it, it's, it's, it's really, and, and, and in some ways as we talk more and more to you about this, uh, I, this is the kind of feedback I get. Well, that sounds kind of Pollyanna. That sounds kind of BS. And when you can boil it down to just two choices, as we'll talk about more and more in the interview here, I, you know, what's your other choice? To continue down the path that's not working for you, and then a month from now, a week from now, a month from now, nine months from now, we're, we're still in the same area, as you know, from your counseling. Um, you know, as Einstein says, 
insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I mean, that's just two choices, you know. You've got to make a right. different choice to get a different result. But I think with challenging situations, by the choices that they were making, and the only way to get out of it is because all of life is choice. It's powered by choice, you know, and at the speed of choice. That's the way you're going to get out of it. You, you've got to start – you've got to make a different choice or, you know, you, you can't get off that path. So – um, that's part of the excitement of what's going on here. You know, there might be 50 ways to leave your lover, but there's just two choices. There might be 10 commandments, I mean, depending on how you look at life, but you either apply them or you don't. You know, you either take some of these great concepts that are out there by Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard and all these, you know, great people who had all these, and Del Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, um, uh, Norman Vincent Peale. But the bottom line is it comes down to you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Either just two choices, either you apply that or you don't, and the quality of your life equates for every person on the planet to the quality of that choice in that moment when you string them all together. Because, you know, we can't make a choice five seconds in the future, and we can't make a choice back in the past. We, our power is now, as everybody knows, you know. So, gosh, you got me on my exciting topic here. I just love this topic. So, but <laughs> well, just, how else we continue this to expand this? Yeah, exactly. And what and what I want to make sure people know is that okay, there are some who may say it's too simple or it is a Pollyanna thing. No, it's not. It absolutely, positively is not because when you think well, that's about your it, yeah, right. It's your choice to decide if you want, but read the book first yeah. and make and, and and practice it. Put it into practice, and I guarantee, even right. if you just read the first chapter, you read the first chapter. I guarantee, if you practice what's in it, you will see shifts, and you will say, "Huh," because life is simple. Yeah. It is very simple. You know, keep it simple, stupid. That's what you're supposed to do. Keep oh, don't overthink things. Don't overdo. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, yep. and when you that your vibration stays higher because now you're trying to solve a problem. You're trying to resolve an yeah. issue in some So, you know, you, t- I, you I take wanna... back your power. I'm sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. Exactly. Exa- no, that's exactly right. You take your own power and, and you're yeah. making the decision and you can make a game of it. You know, it really yeah. is a fun concept. So it's not Pollyanna. It's not, oh, it's too easy. No, 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 no. It is easy because you make it so, because you choose to make it so. And when you read the book, you will understand that completely, completely. I already know clients I'm going to give this to and say, read this book. You're very kind. <laughs> You're very kind. Well, you know, it, 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 it boils down to the old adage. Well, first of all, I'll say, and you know this again from years of counseling, it's, you know, we are so free, folks. We are so free. And, and I do not separate myself from this work. So I have my mornings. I wake up. I have three techniques that I use on a consistent basis, which when you want, I'll share them later. You know, I have three mm-hmm. techniques that I use that I use several times today with some challenging situations that came up. And so I'm not separate from this content. You know, I'm living it every day. It's just that just two choices in every moment. Life is binary. It is your life. And we're so free that we can even choose bondage. We can choose bondage by, for example, I grew up in an alcoholic family. I could have continued to choose at some point that bondage to have that play out within me. And I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm just saying I, I wanted to make new and better choices, and I did, and there's other family members who haven't. And, and that's okay. That's, that's their choice. They're applying it that way. But you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. No matter how simple you make something, it really comes down to every single person on the planet owning their own choice in that particular moment. It's not that there's not pressure, but when it comes down to who actually who actually completes the circuit, because choice activates every person's life instantly. Every choice counts. It makes the energy flow in your life. And when you start to, as we start to own this, myself too, as we, as I start to own more and more of this, man, life gets to be hugely, hugely 
more fun and more engaging. It doesn't take it takes the fear out of it because you say, dude, it's just a choice, man. It's not right. <laughs> it's not, not all the other. All, it's not all the other garbage. You know, choice activates. Um, choice activates. Take action. You have to choose to take action. You have to choose to get motivated. You have to choose to be happy. And that does. And if you say, I choose to be happy in four months when I get a a yacht, or you know, then then you're delaying your happiness. But happiness can only happen right here, right now. So you might as well be able to start to. Feel the power within saying, I choose to I choose to be happy right now. And, of course, some people are going to say, because that's Pollyanna, that's BS. And I say, well, what's your other choice? To continue to be unhappy? You know, to continue mm-hmm. to be, say, I'm frustrated, to continue to have that reaction in, in that road. I'll use the term loosely, road rage or anger with somebody cutting you off. You know, but you don't have to, we don't have to respond with those kinds of choices because we have, in that moment we can learn to say, you know what? I can learn to choose a, to feel better when somebody cuts me off in traffic. I don't have to do all those other things because, as you know, T, every choice you make, they accumulate to create a habit, and that's what most of these things are for all of us in life. They're just habits we've done over and over again, created by choice in every moment because life is powered by choice and at the speed of choice. That's what activates everything. So, again, um, Please, I hope I'm not taking up too much time. No, no, you're that kind of discussion. It's such a fun discussion. You know, there may be 50 ways to leave your lover, but they're just two choices. You either do or you <laughs> don't. You know. So. Well, you Go know, and as far as things like um, road rage and, and instances like that, where you can become very, very, very negative, it does shift right. your perspective to more positive. Simply because if you realize that, okay, I'm upset because that person cut me off. Okay, I can choose to be upset or I can choose not to be upset. I'm going to get where I need to go anyway. And who knows, maybe I was being stopped being in an accident myself. Maybe, you know, you just don't know. Don't know. So if you try to look at it that way and choose to just shift your thinking, you know, people will say, but it's hard to shift thinking. No, it's not. Not if you really (laughs) say, okay, what's the alternative to this? Always ask that question because your brain is like a super in a computer and it's if you say you know what's the alternative your brain does its own little google search and goes out and gives you alternatives when you say it's, there's nothing i can do you down it's even easier than that it's even easier and this is a technique i use for myself and i'll give you all three techniques real quick and then we can yep. expand on them if you were if any of us myself included starts a sentence with i choose to and then you complete that sentence I choose to recognize that it is hard for me to change. Look what you've done. You just, mm-hmm. you see, when you, that's, I think that's been a challenge with our language. You know, the choose, choice and, and choosing has been in our language since about the year 600 AD, and it's evolved, you know, the word. But it, it, we don't use the word choice in our language a lot of times. This is talked about in Chapter 2 because everything's a choice. You can't escape making choices. Life, choice is nonstop. It's seamless in life. It's just that it glows us into this state of, oh, we don't have as many choices as we do. No, everything is a choice. And so, and so if one of my techniques is I just simply say I choose to. And I recommend for people to say I choose to look at the car to my right. I choose to look at the sky. I choose to look at, and I know this sounds Pollyanna and BS, but once you get used to saying a sentence several times a day with I choose to, then when it comes down, down to I choose to recognize that I have, that I'm afraid to ask for what I need. I choose to, oh, wow, I choose to recognize that, that I'm, I keep saying to myself this is supposed to be hard, just two choices, rather than saying I choose, to, and this is the second technique, 
you would say, if, if something's difficult, then you say, same as you did before, but the second technique adds, tell my new story of how I'm finding a solution to my financial challenges I'm having now. I choose to tell my new story about how I'm creating new and healthier relationships within my family. I choose to tell the new story about how I'm going to start drinking, at least start drinking more water and, and wrap my arms around um, being able to manage my, my weight better. And people will say, well, Rico, that's Pollyanna. And I say, well, what's your other choice? You're going to be back in the same ditch you're in now. You know, you got to start with some kind of a choice. And so the new story added on to the I choose to phrase raises that awareness that we, that we, I don't call it take responsibility, I call it ownership. We own, mm-hmm. you know, and you start, and you can feel that vibration go, as we're talking vibrationally, you can feel it go up through your heart chakra. You can feel it go up through your crown chakra. You can feel it empowering your whole, you know, your whole being when you say, I choose to, especially when you're telling that new story. And then the last one just goes back to what your song was about. I choose to appreciate, man, I choose to appreciate what I got going on mm-hmm. in my life that's, that's working. And, now we're raising our awareness about how much of life is choice. And so we skip over it when we say, oh, that's, no, no, that's too hard. No, you, what you should say, I think we'd better say is, I choose to say that that's too hard for me to do. Own it. Don't well, that's the thing. shovel it out there to the universe. Yeah, go ahead. When you say it, the onus is yeah. on you. And when the realization hits, and you will have that aha yes. moment, you know, I choose to, to wallow in self-pity. Oh, wow, that's just not good. I'm choosing to wallow in self-pity? You know, that's not a good thing. You start to laugh yeah. at it, and you think, okay, I can't do that. And, you know, for, for a very long time, I've always been, um, you know, uh, one of those people that says to people who are, who are wallowing in self-pity, look, a pity party is a solo event. You don't invite anyone, and you need to learn to get over it. And I know when I'm going into a pity party mode, I'll give myself, yeah. depending on the on the severity of the pity party, I'll say, okay, I'll be done yeah. with this by you know, in two days. And usually I'm done with it in like eight hours. But I give myself two days yeah. in case I want it. And I'm proud of myself yeah. that I'm out of it in, in eight hours. Yeah. But when you say, I choose, the onus is on you. And that's what people don't want to hear. That's what they don't want to know. Yeah, so if they do right. this, ah, yeah. they'll get it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly right. That's what they don't want to hear. It reminds me of a, you know, a, a, some student asked the master, well, Master, and you can fill it in with whatever it is you want to fill it in with. How long will it take me to whatever? And, and, and the Master says, how long do you choose for it to take? I mean, right. so how long, will, how long will it take me to get past my self-pity? And you go, well, just two choices. How long do you choose for it to take? You know, you can start to get past your self-pity the minute, the instant, because you can only make a choice right, right now. The instant yeah. you start to say, I choose to find and I choose to tell my new story about how I'm stepping into my own power. Notice I'm not using the word self-pity, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, 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 it's uncomfortable at first because it's a, it's a new habit you're creating. You're creating a new habit. And, again, along those lines, I don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to the idea of you must unlearn what you've learned. There are just two choices in every moment, and choice activates the energy for anything that you want to create. So the minute you start flowing that energy into the new story, notice that no energy is going into the old story. And what happens when you, right. don't, give it, you don't, don't give it any energy? You know, it dies. You know, Yoda has a great quote about this. Yoda, Luke said one time, is the dark side stronger? Yoda said, no, it's quicker, easier, more seductive. The old habits are quicker and easier. It's more seductive about why we should go into our self-pity or why we should go into our old story, whatever our old story is we're dealing with, whether it's finances or relationships or weight or any of those kinds or health issues. It's just quicker and easier because it's a habit. And so the dark side isn't stronger. It's just quicker and easier. And in that just two choices moment, you tell the your new story, you're talking about stepping, choosing to move in that positive direction. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's it, to me in reading the book, I, I, I really was, I really was smiling all the way through because it's such a simple <laughs> system that if everyone put it into use, and I do mean everyone, everyone would benefit significantly. And in my opinion, well, they you. would realize health benefits galore as well. It, it eliminates oh, worry, yeah. reduces stress, creates balance. And, you know, has anyone told you that they experience an increased wellness due to this thought system? I mean, they have to. Well, um, I think what they're, most people are saying right now with the newness of this coming out is they're feeling energized. They're feeling that they're reclaiming mm-hmm. their, you know, they're, they're reclaiming the power of choice. And, and, and I have to say, T, for me, too, it's, it, 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 every day gets more and more fun. I mean, you know, you know it, and you know this, we're, we're focusing mechanisms, folks. This is what's tied to the Just Two Choices idea. If you, if you didn't have the ability to focus on something, choice, if you didn't have the ability to choose to focus on something, nothing would be. It would be, I don't know, I guess it would be a blur. In every moment, we are focusing mechanisms. We're focusing. We're using our just two choices to say, I'm going to continue to tell my old story, or I'm continuing to choose to tell, or I'm going to start to tell my new story. And, and again, the longer we continue to choose to tell our old story, there, we shouldn't be surprised at the outcome. As you know, vibrationally, your world is a direct reflection of the choices that you make, vibrationally, the quality of the choices that you make. And, and, so there should be a point at which, you know, as we move things into higher consciousness, not even say higher consciousness, just more awareness of our choices, that we shouldn't be surprised when things work out well either. Like we should be excited going, yeah, I made those, po- I made those positive choices. And, and own right. that too, not in an egotistical way, own it in a way that says, where you really connect with that vibration, you connect with that energy. Um, you know, so the quality of your life equals the quality of your choices, which the rest of the sentence is the quality of your choice as a vibration because choice and vibration are inseparable. Uh, speaking of the energy awareness, <laughs> you know, right, exactly. those kinds of things, they're, 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 they're inseparable. We live in a vibrational universe that we know of. Yeah. At least that's the one that I'm consciously aware of that I'm in, I would say. So <laughs> it's like muscles too. You know, it's like exercise and you know, choice muscles. We just haven't used yeah. them before. That's all. Or we have, but we used them so unconsciously that we weren't, you know, there's no awareness to it. Now there's awareness to it. Now when you apply the awareness, you can make better choices, better decisions, because you have more information. Mm -hmm. The information is within. The information is, oh, well, how can I approach this? I have two choices. And one of the examples in the book that I loved, because people, Mm -hmm. when I was talking about this with people, they were saying, sometimes there's more than two choices, T. You know, let's say you go to a restaurant and there's a menu. And I said, oh, funny, you should bring that up. Because now, (laughs) so I want to go through that restaurant scene. Do that restaurant scene because that was just such a good show of how there really are only two choices. Okay. Well, you know, it's it's interesting to say that to you. And I'll tell you, the first one, the first thing that most people miss is just two choices. Okay. Am I going to have dessert or not? Most people skip over that. You see, because right. that's what we're trained to do. Our, our mind just plays, goes right through it. But they already went through, and so we're slowing, you know, we're slowing down the, the choice process here in the slow motion. But it happens at lightning speed. And think of it, even your cells are making choices. I mean, yeah. you know, your, the cells that run your eyes, you don't have a nose on your chest because cells are making choices that say, no, it belongs up here. You know, so, right. so using the restaurant example, that's just two choices. Uh, slowing it down, it's it's okay. Just two choices: do I have dessert or not? And you say, well, well yeah, so I have dessert. And then you get four things for for dessert. Let's just say you get a peach pie, um, hot fudge sundae, um, cookie, and then fruit. All right. 
Now, I'm talking about how I process just two choices, not how anybody else does. What the mind does is the mind lumps things together because it has to turn it into a binary choice point so that it can throw one mm-hmm. thing out and keep the next. And so my, my love goes for everything sweet. And so my mind lumps together the hot fudge sundae and the peach pie, and it will throw out the cookie and, and the fruit as the, the two choices. Now we're down to, so I went from four choices, what appeared to be four different choices, but the mind lumps them together into two, and sweet, really, really sweet, or not sweet, you know, and, and my mind takes it to, okay, peach pie and or hot fudge sundae. Now it's down to just two choices again. And now my mind processes from, well, which sweetness do I really want? Which texture, you know, what, however you process your food choices. I go, man, a hot five Sunday is like the home run all the time. And so mm-hmm. that's how you get, you go, you went through that slow process of, of doing that. And just remember, you have just two choices. You don't have to eat the whole hot five Sunday. You can just eat parts of it and enjoy and savor parts of it and not, and share the rest. I mean, it's not like you're going to put on 600 pounds with kind of choices. You learn how to own those choices and say, you know, I think I've had, a, I've had enough here, a couple of spoonfuls and I'm sharing some and and I'm satisfied. So does that help? It absolutely does. It explains it so well because it was so funny when I talked to someone and they said, but that's more than two choices. I said, no, it's not. Let me finish. And I was explaining it. And I said, do you see how simple this is? And she looked at me and she said, it really is simple, isn't it? And I said, yeah. And she said, oh, okay. So she's, she's reading the book now. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting because, you, you know, I mean, I would have picked the ice cream sundae too. And the only thing that would have been different is I choose not to share my food. It's like, no, we're here at a restaurant. You picked what you were. Don't touch my food. You will be forked. I will fork you. You know, do not touch my food. When I'm done, if you want the rest that's on the plate, if there is any, you're welcome to it. But no, don't touch my food. It's my food. I'll share anything, not my food, until I'm done. So, but that's my choice. <laughs> well, I hear you. I grew up in a big family yeah. in Western Pennsylvania, so it's it. You do guard your food from your brothers. You know. Yeah, pretty, I had a big family close. too, and I'm like, yeah, no, leave my food alone. <laughs> my food, you know, you have to fight for it. <laughs> it I'm, I'm, the good. There were there were so many things that you talked about that were so interesting. I mean, you brought up Albert Einstein, Mother Teresa, uh, uh, Copernicus. Uh, oh my gosh, um, uh, uh, bulls. I mean, there were so many people you brought up, and I was laughing the whole time because we're and Helen Keller. We're we're familiar with these people, but we don't think of them in this context until you right. put it into work us to look at. So I believe that in reading well, this you. book, anyone can relate to it and really see that, well, if that person can do that, then I can do that. You know, if that person could uh, yeah. could get through whatever. It's very powerful. You know, for such a, a short book, again, 99 pages, so succinct and so powerful, including the graphics, everything just, and I'm reading it for the show. So I'm reading it not to actually go through the processes, like at the end of each chapter, it says, okay, yeah. let's stop learning and start doing. Great tool. Great tool. I kind of just looked at that and said, yeah, okay. It, you know, and I just moved on because I got it. I mean, I knew it, and I was like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I had to laugh because I thought, this is so easy. But when you bring these other well-known people into it, oh, my gosh, it just well, resonates more with Yeah, when you think spirituality, I mean, that was one of the fun things of, of writing the book. You think spirituality, and you go, well, how did Mother Teresa get to be Mother Teresa? Well, she made mm-hmm. consistent, she used her just two choices. You think about all the saints or mystics or the Dalai Lama or anybody, how they get to be where they are. They consistently use their just two choices in every moment to make extraordinary choices toward the divine. And 
the question to each of us, any of us, is if that's what we wanted to do, I mean, in reflection to where we are right now, are we making extraordinary choices with regard to the divine if we were interested in, in mirroring their lives? And if the answer is no, then, then you got up the ante and say, well, then where can I make a new and better choice? It's not necessarily about making the right choice. It's about making, for me, it's about making new and better choices. I, I think the right choice for me implies being psychic. And, you know, I'm not psychic about, you know, I don't know how you tell, tell somebody to make the right choice. Just keep making new and better choices, and it uplifts you. It takes you vibrationally out of the muck and gunk that, that we're stuck in, and which brings me up to another point about being, because if you're able to tell somebody that you're stuck, then that means you're consciously aware that you're stuck. And why would you right. make, why why would you want to make your second choice right after you said I'm stuck to be another stuck choice to perpetuate the stuckness of you know which goes back to what you were talking about before self pity or whatever the subject is. So I like to think I'm only stuck once, and it's now I'm consciously aware to make a new and better choice to tell that new story. And it's new language, you know, it's all new language and those kinds of things. So um, it's it just keeps getting better and better. The more you make new and better choices, the more the better your life gets. Because it, how could it be otherwise? Go ahead. Right. Well, and if you make a choice and it, it doesn't get better, then now you get to make another choice. That's the beauty of it. And every moment you get to start over and make another choice and make another yeah. choice. And right now, and right now, right now, yeah. make a choice. Yeah. You know, every you know, you want to start over. You don't have to wait till your birthday or New Year's Eve. You can start <laughs> right now. Make a choice. It's there's no rules here. You know, it, you don't have to wait that long. You choose to. That's your choice. But if you want to really do something, you will choose or even just making the choice to say, I will start on New Year's Eve. I will start. Right. I will do this. Okay. Then get yourself prepared yeah. to do that. Maybe it will take this long, but there are choices. And I love that you yeah. brought up the fact that the word choice does put the onus back on you because you hear it when you yeah. say it. I choose. Yeah. It's like, oh, I choose this? Hmm, maybe right. not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can but, change you know, that it, choice in a heartbeat. Well, there's an era we've gone through. And I'll, I'll, I'll send you the graphic if you can put it into a graphic um, again. Uh, folks, uh, every chapter is only 10 pages, and the reason is because yeah. I want it to be that way. I want it to be that way for every chapter because I want it to be simple and easy to go and you know, just get right through it. So it's not like you have to wade through lots of, you know, lots of words, but just from a reference point of view, each, each, you know, each chapter is only 10 pages. So I teach them visually. Again, as a pilot, you, know, you, you, you have to be able to look at the instruments and in, in a nanosecond. You've got to be able to, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying that it's a tough job. I'm just saying that you got to be able to look at the instruments, and in a moment you decide, you make the choice as to what adjustments you got to make navigation-wise, or you know, direction of the airplane's going, or the power setting that's in there. It's, it's, it's um, because we get, we get visuals thousand times faster than reading, than text. So that's why yeah. the just two choices diagram is what it is. So you, you just get it, and like you were saying so well before, T, you know, think of it as every moment. Is a new opportunity. It's a new opportunity to make a new and better choice. So even if you didn't feel you made a, as good a choice as you could have, you know, three seconds ago, every moment is a new opportunity to make a new and better choice. And one of the graphics I don't have in the book, but I, I like to use to kind of express the evolution of where we've come from. You know, in the 30s, you had Dal Carnegie, Napoleon Hill, you know, uh, Norman Vincent Peale. They all had radio shows, or not all of them, but Norman Vincent Peale did, and I think Carnegie did too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're doing all these things about making um, positive action. Now, what evolved right. eventually was Norman Vincent Peale's The Power of Positive Thinking, and, and what I read was that he had a psychiatrist, 
partner who actually had to distance himself in 1951 when the book first came out because this positive thinking idea was just a way too radical for its time. No judgment, but you can feel how people are moving to where we are today. So, so here you imagine 1950, 1951, the power of positive thinking. You know, you're talking about taking positive action, a common phrase today. Take positive action, get motivated, you know, those kind of phrases. We've moved through that era. We are now in what I call the choice era. You know, everything mm-hmm. you want, you can sit down and you just have to make the choice to sit down in front of the computer and Google whatever it is that you want to do. And you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So, you know, <laughs> the information is all right there now. It's not even the self-help era because it's, it's the choose-to era because there's so much information that's out there. So that's how much we've evolved in less than 100 years. We've taken, we've right. been walking on the shoulders of, of these giants. That, but, but that's the difference between the, the language that, we're, that was before, which is, hey, take massive positive action to be successful. No, I, I, the new language is I choose to take positive action. sounds like a nitpicking thing, but it's so much powerful, more powerful because it builds that bridge between where you are and where you want to go. Get motivated. Yes, it's exciting, but it leaves something of a gap. And you say, I choose to be motivated now. I choose to be motivated with my new outlook on whatever it is. Notice how you feel that immediate connection. There's no gap anymore. So that's the era that we're moving into in 2010 and beyond. And if people need the, you know, I'm a Capricorn, so I need the science behind everything. Before I got into energy <laughs> therapy, I had, to, you know, I research it and find it and analyze it to death. Sure. I do that. But positive sure. psychology is a new arm of psychology, relatively recent, probably within the last 20 years, I'd say. And that's the area mm-hmm. that I, of my expertise, positive psychology and energy psychology, which is brand spanking new. They're realizing that, oh, hey, yeah. wait a minute, energy has a real role in this. So there is mm-hmm. an energy psychology line as well, of, mm-hmm. which is, is another part of my practice and I look at that and I think if you look into the science behind it there it is there it is because Napoleon Hill I can't remember the name of his book loved the book but it can be complex some people just don't get it there's just too much lots of stories in the book and it's like yeah but his right, name was Rockefeller right, and his right. name was um, Carnegie or you know I'm not a Carnegie I'm not a Rockefeller okay fine mm-hmm. but when you look at your book and you take these these instances and see that it is it's just a matter of shifting and just seeing. The same thing was said in a totally different way, in a way that was unreachable to people by Napoleon Hill, you know, because of the names that right. were used, the examples right. that were used. This right. is, oh, my gosh, you can see it. Yeah, the names but, that are used but, are but well known. Oh, my gosh, you can actually see it and follow line. But, but Go ahead. when you think about it, but when we think about it, you know, how did they get there? They got there by choice. Right. 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 They, they, it, they, they just, they just weren't out. aware yeah. that the mindset wasn't, the mindset wasn't up, up to it wasn't established, and that's what I'm trying to do with just two choices is to raise this mindset, you know, that the mind or the, the awareness that, you know, that what they were they, everything's built by choice, powered by choice, at the speed of choice, you know, your your you know designs of cars and airplanes, you know, they're all ethereal before, they're all in the ethers, they're all thoughts, but they were mm-hmm. choices of thoughts, where focused choices of thoughts led to the extension of the creation of that particular, you know, item. And so it, it, it's all choice, and and uh, we just weren't aware of it. And you know, here we are again, moving into that, you know, into that arena. I mean, it's interesting too. You mentioned I'm really glad with this idea of positive psychology. And of course, we can go back to Barbara Brennan back in the '70s with Hands of Light right. and uh, all of those other books where people chose to step into that space and say it's not solid like we think it is. 
you know, which of course evolves out of quantum physics as well. Right. Exactly. You know, and one thing that you said earlier when you walked out of your guidance counselor's office and you said, okay, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't sound yeah. right. You know, this yeah. is a choice that you made. We are brought up to believe that we have to believe or the authority figures in our life and we can't go against mainstream. And thank God that's mm-hmm. not true anymore, that the kids today don't do that. They decide what they want to do on their own. And more and more mm-hmm. people are giving them the power to do so because they still listen to the authority figures. But if we all knew how limitless we were, we would truly astound ourselves. Right. And right. It's the fact that you have choices, you know, and the books that you've written for varying age groups is fabulous because now we're teaching this at a young level. These should be mandatory in schools. This book should just be mandatory in schools, <laughs> right for college. You know, well, it you. should. Well, even hiring people, but, HR departments should say, okay, before I even interview you, read this book and tell me what you think. And if somebody comes in and says, I don't like it, it's like, okay, you're not getting the job. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the part about authority figures because there's an, another excellent example of what we've moved through in terms of this consciousness. Let's just say using, I call them the Holy Trinity just for simplicity, you know, Napoleon mm-hmm. Hill and, and Norman Vincent Peale and Dale Carnegie. There's more. Yep. But, I mean, box but you know i call it the trinity but look that's another good example so authority figures once you once we get uh, um, connected and more and more connected with this idea of i choose to and we start to own our choices then that quote-unquote authority we start to take back that authority within our own lives you know and and start to realize how much of our own lives really is you know is a result of our choices and so you know that i just had this image as you talked about that this this wonderful transition from um, again, it was just the evolution of how human consciousness has, has evolved to now bring it now down to that individual level from this authority figure um, perspective. You know, certainly not. Certainly, it's not that it's other people's perspectives aren't something to weigh or to consider as you make your choices, but certainly not to have them take the cookie cutter and say, "This is the, it's just, you know, this is how you're going to do things." I mean, that's what I like about the American education system is it's just. It's wide open, you know. How far, you know? How far can you go with choice? Well, how far will you choose to go with your choices? Exactly. Really, that's all. It's your choice. Yeah, it's your choice. I yeah. mean, you want to stop there? Okay, stop there. That's okay. You know. <laughs> And if and you can actually bring it down to the ridiculous. And in, in, uh, before I moved to New Jersey, I lived in Massachusetts, and I owned five real estate offices. And so I had a lot of realtors working for me. And yeah. it was there was constant training going on, and I would constantly say to them, break it down to the ridiculous. If you have a buyer and a seller, and there's a five thousand dollar difference or a ten thousand dollar difference, what's the term of the yeah. mortgage? Break it down to a daily cost. Are you going to give up the home of your dreams for a dollar a day? Because coffee costs more than yeah. that. Think about <laughs> it. You know what you want to do. It's your choice. Yeah. And we did say that. I'd yeah. say to them, it's your choice. And then when people realized yeah. it was like, oh, a dollar a day, that's crazy. And then you'd have yeah. a deal put together. You took all of this information and you brought it down. You reduced it to the ridiculous so that we could see it and say, oh, my God, this is too funny. Because that's how I, <laughs> I read it. I went through it and thought, oh, my God, this is so ridiculously easy. It isn't even funny. And yet it's funny. I'm laughing because it's so true. That's why I know it's not a Pollyanna approach. It's not a, you know, this is too easy, too simple. It actually is. It is simple. Well, it is easy. Well, it's, it's it's easy because I mean it, it really is everybody's life. It is each. It really is each of our lives. Um, and again, if if someone chooses to say this is Pollyanna, then then they're using their just two choices to say it's Pollyanna, and and that's okay with me. I mean, and even if somebody says, you know, just two choices doesn't doesn't work for me, I'm going to go use some other program. I'll say 
That's fine. Just realize yep. you're using just two choices to make the choice to go to somebody else's program. <laughs> and throughout that program, you're going to use just two choices too. So I can understand you might not like the way I explain it, but at the same time, just realize you are, it's inseparable. You can't, you know, you can't escape it. And it's interesting you mentioned the ridiculous part because I think that was one of the uh, parts of the subtitle we were looking at. Right now, it's just two choices. It is your life. And I looked at amazingly simple, profoundly practical, and surprisingly obvious. And I think the word ridiculous might have come up in the discussion as we were brainstorming different ways to, to disguise, to, to mention it, because uh, we were kind of thinking that ridiculous might just put a bit of a, um, some resistance into some people, and that's not the intention. Surprisingly, right. is really you know much more the heartfelt, expansive. But you're right; some of the stuff like you're talking about, breaking, you can lose a deal for a dollar a day. That's ridiculous. Why would you lose the yeah. dream of your home, the home of your right. dreams, for a buck a day? Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love that approach. Yeah. I mean, and, and but if you do that with everything in life, and you realize, well, wait, what does this yeah. really come down to? Because one thing that we talk about a lot on this show is letting go. You know, it's a tough concept for people to to grasp. So yes. sometimes you yeah. let go of things. And this is an easy way to break things down to the ridiculous and say, wait, now I can let go of this because what is it doing to me? You know, holding on to something. Do I really need the person, the situation, the job, the, whatever it is, if right, they're bringing you right. down and causing you grief? You know, I mean, I've heard it all. You know, how do I let go? What does that mean? <laughs> I want to let go, but I can't. What is the process to letting go? And unemotional things are much easier to let go of, but Sure. Emotional things are particularly sure. hard. What I found with just two choices is that you can almost, like I said before, you can make it a game. You know, if someone pushes your right. buttons severely, you're going to get hurt right. and angry and maybe even feel revenge. And that's something that hangs on yeah. for a while. But if you look at it as two choices, you process it faster and you get to a result that's yeah. more beneficial to you, the hurt person, and in reality, better for everyone because. You know, you're not wallowing in the self-pity and plotting revenge. And to take it one step further, when you plot revenge, you always fail. But if you go through the just two choices process, you will find that you begin to thrive and things seem to work out far better than expected, which leads to the very best revenge, which is success. So (laughs) you didn't plot it, you just plot with your life. You know, so yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? Well, I, I call them pop quizzes. Um, those moments that come up in life, like um, my my term is pop quiz, and I and sometimes I pass my pop quizzes, you know, with my just two choices, and and sometimes they go, yeah, I, that was a pretty good pop quiz, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. I flunk them, or you know, I I just I just log it in the back of my mind, going, okay, could redirect my energy. It's just that whether I, you know, how well I did on my pop quiz with somebody cut me off in traffic or, you know, something else, uh, somebody in family in the family saying something or friends saying something that just kind of needles you a little bit, you know, regardless of that, the bottom line is I'm learning how to, in every moment to not get what you talked about before I'm learning how not to get my day, my whole day thrown off or, you know, a period of a long period of time thrown off because I realize that that's my choice. If I turned, if I want to wallow in this reason for, why I got upset about something, that's a choice too. And so it really frees up a lot of time to use in, in, in the creative fashion. I, I find it really interesting. I like what you were talking about with regard to letting go. And, and to a degree, the thought that crossed my mind was um, perhaps this is the choice era where, you know, you're aware of letting go. And even more powerfully, you're aware of that. You only have just two choices in every moment. So the more you choose to step into your new story, of whatever that is, the more you realize that you are actually letting go of the old story, and you don't even have to think about letting go. It can come to be part of the thought process. It's just when I choose to tell my new story that I know is the opposite 
and is emo, you know, and has that emotion, that great feeling of the success or of accomplishment, whether it's in a relationship or finances or you know health or whatever. The old story, just uh, the letting go, takes place naturally because it's not energized. So I like the phrase, um, this letting go aspect, especially from the point of it just goes away. But it's a way of helping people wrap wrap their minds around it. Sure, and and to process even more quickly than they do because, you know, they focus on what you did to me, what's happening to me. It's the victim mode. You know, we are not victims. Okay, we create everything. And when you start doing the choice thing, you realize, wait, I am doing this. And and that's an aha moment that a lot of people need. They need to see that you're actually doing this yourself. You're bringing it on. You know, so when people say bring it on, oh, my God, yes, you are. (laughs) You know, uh, that's not necessarily a good thing. So if you take the choices, and as we said before, if you if you make a choice and you say, Okay, even in the grocery store, you pick up a pound of beef and you realize, oh, no, I want chicken tonight. You have a right to change your mind. Go back, put the beef back, and go get the chicken. Yeah, that's a you know, whichever you want to do, it's a choice. You know? It's, it's, uh, it's, I, I think it's just a choice. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Please continue. No, I, I, it's just a yeah, it's just a, it's just a choice. It's just, but when you take it from to the, the you know from that you know I mean we're going from the sublime to the ridiculous to the you know it, it, you can do anything. You know, anything is a choice. You just have to, it's the mindfulness that you have that ability. That's what it is, the awareness that, oh, my God, I have the ability. Once you get that and you practice it, as you said, it's like going to the gym, you're flexing this muscle. You will do it almost constantly throughout the day. Everything will be, you know, I choose to get up, I choose to brush my teeth, I choose to go downstairs and work out or not. I choose to, you know, I choose to put this dress on. It's summer here now in New Jersey for a day. Tomorrow it's going to get cold again. So today was sundress. I choose to put on a sundress. You know, all choices that we can make. Yeah, it's very, very simple and easy to understand and and truly, anybody who's having difficulty with their life and thinking, woe is me, this is a book you need to buy. It really is. Well, here's a, well, well I could, I'd like to add to that. And, uh, well, uh, first of all, with regard to the, the book, I, I just want people to get the – I mean, it's to, to, to just start applying it and having fun with it. So it's a free download for the first – for the welcome in Chapter 1. So you'll learn about how we, we, we landed on Apollo 11 on the moon by choice. You know, and right. you'll learn about extraordinary customer service. By choice, so you learn all these different things just in chapter one and in the welcome itself, and it's a free download at the justtwochoices.com. You can just get started today, the moment you download it, to start reading it. You know, and, and the other thing is that the, that the awareness that comes around to uh, T, and, and I'd love to hear from what you've worked with your years and years of you know your years of counseling and stuff, and and all the business things that you've worked in. You know, now we can start to wrap our choices around our mind chatter, how much of our mind chatter goes off oh, is yeah. unproductive. Imagine if you can use your just choice to say, I choose to tell positive mind chatter about how things are going to work out. Please expand on that because your experience level is just enormous with that kind of thing. Well, it's true. And, and we, we used to tell people, you know, uh, my big trick was, okay, whenever you have a thought and your mind is going toward that negative thing, stop immediately mm-hmm. what you're doing. And go find mm-hmm. something totally different to do. Create a diversion and immerse yourself in it. I don't care if it's doing the dishes, doing the laundry, going for a walk, mm-hmm. walking around your building, going to chat with a coworker. Yeah. Stop the finance that you're doing or stop the programming you're doing or stop the contract you're writing. Stop whatever it is that's causing you all this mind chatter that you can't mm-hmm. seem to get rid of mm-hmm. and do something totally different. It's a diversion. Busy yourself with something else. That seemed to be the answer that worked a lot for people. This is far mm-hmm. better because you're more aware and you can say, well, I can choose to do that. And it was making a choice. It was choosing to say, I'm not going to do you're this. Right. I'm going to go do that. 
And I guarantee when right. they walk away, they'll practice that enough. And, and I was doing it, and I still do it. If, I'm, if something's not right and I think, oh, I can't figure this out, and I realize, okay, don't say that. Let it go. And I, all I do is I say, no, come on, universe, give me the path of least resistance. I turn around, mm-hmm. I walk away, and within 15 minutes usually, I get an answer. Because I told my brain, go, go figure it out. I'm not going to do it. You need to do it. You're the super organic mm-hmm. computer. Get the answer. Mm-hmm. And it will come to you, but mm-hmm. that's also a practice thing. But it comes, and that's why I was laughing through the book, because I thought I do this, but I don't call it choice. But I love the word choice. I love it. Yeah, thank you. You know? Yeah, you, just reminded me, you just reminded me of something else in a fun way about language. Look at, and again, this has to do with uh, the evolution of, of our language and how we talk to ourselves. And, and for thousands of years, we've talked to ourselves. You know, uh, mm-hmm. both what we say is what we say to each other as well as in our own heads. I mean, how many times, and you can see it, watch for it, folks, on envelopes. Like if you're if you're still writing checks to to pay for a to pay a bill electric bill or gas bill, notice a lot of these kind of bills will still have them. Don't forget, you know, <laughs> um, don't you know, don't get stuck in the snow, you know, don't walk yourself out of your car, you know, it's it's all about the don't side of it, and there are just right. choices in every moment. Well, why wouldn't we remind people to say, remember to put your check, you know, to put the the account number on your check, you know. Remember that it's snowing outside and, and to drive carefully, you know. Remember to keep your keys in your pocket or in your purse and have them on you. But we, we, we're in this habit of saying, don't forget, don't this, yep. don't that. Don't, and, why, and going back to what you were talking about before in terms of positive psychology, maybe that's another breakthrough too, where we start to use that mind chatter to remind ourselves to remember the pauses, the new and better about what we want, and not only the thought of the actual action that we're taking, we're choosing to take, but also remembering the emotion that's attached with that new and better feeling. That, that Because that, that emotion is such a big part, the feeling is such a big part that's inseparable from the choice. Yes. And that's another thing that, that I deal with with people. I tell them, you can say over and over again in your head, you know, uh, I am healthy, I am whatever, you know, I, I have a new mm-hmm. job. But until you put the feeling behind it and evoke that feeling, which is going to spur, that's the fuel. That's the fuel you need to take the action. You have to put the feeling right. behind it. When you put the feeling behind it, the action comes into play, and you will come up with ideas and ways to do things so that what you want mm-hmm. actually does manifest. So it is the fuel. Those feelings are the fuel, and they get you where you need to go. And when you say, you start every sentence with, I choose, right there there's a feeling. There's a feeling right. that you're going to choose something, right. and you're thinking to yourself, what am I going to choose? And then when you say it, you say, oh, I'm choosing to be miserable and rotten? No, I'm not choosing that. That's not good. And, and you immediately right. shift your perspective, you know? So right. I can see how choice and cho- choose and choice are such great words. And it's true because a little boy came I just talked about this, I think it was last week on my show, a little boy that I was working with. Mm-hmm. He was coloring mm-hmm. or something. He said, Mrs. Love, I did this wrong. And I said, no, you didn't. And he looked at me and he stopped because apparently he's always told when he does something wrong. And he said, it's not wrong. And I said, no, you found a way that doesn't work. And that's good because now you have an opportunity to right. find ways that work. Beautiful. So keep going and find a way that Absolutely. works. So he, he's five years old. He sat down at the table with a bunch of other kids. And a little girl said something to him, and like, you know, she did something wrong. And he goes, no, you didn't. You found a way that didn't work. And now you get a chance to find another way that works. And I thought, oh, my God. He passed it on. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, it was really cool. Yep, I liked it a lot. I cannot believe that we are almost at the top of the hour, Rico. This went by really way too fast. Is it really all that that went by? Yeah, yeah, I'm not kidding you. (laughs) I would love it if you would. 
how they can learn more about you and where they can purchase your book, Just Two Choices. It is your life. Uh, just just go to www.justtwo.com. And, um, you know, again, download for free. Just get started. You know, get and get the feeling. You can also order the book from there if, if you want. Um, we have it on Amazon soon. But, you know, it just just get started. Make the choice to get started and start to feel, you know, as Keith talked about, start to feel that vibrational, that vibrational energy flow through you. In fact, that's kind of another Yoda quote there. You know, you can feel the choice flowing through you. How's that? That's great. Yeah, and you know what? When you do go to the site and see that, I guarantee that if you read what's there, this isn't one of those websites where it's like, okay, they didn't tell me, and now I have to get the book. No, you will be able to put things into action immediately. You truly, truly will. So go and do yeah. it because it's well, fabulous. You. It really is. Thank oh, Rico, you, thank you so much for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. It has been an extreme pleasure having you on, and well, I want well, you back. Same way, T. I, I, it's okay, an honor and privilege to you, and big hugs to you. High vibes to you. Okay. Oh, yeah, and to you too. You hold on. I'm going to do the outro, and I'll talk to you in the green room in just a second. So, listeners, we okay. need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily in the live and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthfully, purposefully, and with great choices in mind. This is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find an archive list of past shows, a line up for upcoming shows as well as information about other upcoming events I'll be hosting. Also, please be sure to check out our charitable organization for kids, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where we believe we are making a brighter tomorrow by giving children a better today. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at NRG Aware Radio. That's at NRG Aware Radio. I am your host, T Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a roof off my head. I got a warm place to sleep. So that's all I I got a heart that can hold love. I got a mind that can stay. There may be times when I lose the light and let my spirit be, but I can't stay depressed when I remember.
The Monopoly Collect-A-Win game is back at Acme Markets for your chance to win a million dollars cash, a vacation home, and instant prices and offers. Find out more at Acme. Pick up imported black, red, or green seedless grapes for just $1.48 a pound. And Hatfield bone-in center-cut pork roast or chops and fresh store-packaged boneless chicken breast, just $1.88 a pound when you buy three pounds or more. Acme, your favorite local supermarket. See game rules at playmonopoly.us. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission.